All right, a little after four, Joe Girardi still to come, Bill Simmons still to come, Pick still to come for week three. Uh, give Simmons a chance after his 0-3 week against me last week. Uh, we'll give him a chance to come back this week. We'll do our injuries with O'Brien. And one of the big injuries, of course, is that, unfortunately, Bradford's still out, uh, and the knee's still a problem. Uh, and that's where Peter Schrager is for Fox and NFL Network. He gets, does the morning show on NFL Network. Then he does the Fox stuff on the weekend. Um, I turned on my TV last week uh, and came in the house, and I turned on the TV, and there he was with the... Uh, the, the the pretty blonde what's her name uh, Thompson uh, Clarissa Thompson is that her name uh, yeah and you're dancing around on the screen so I, I don't know what you were dancing about but you were dancing about something I didn't have the sound on so you were dancing yeah, about was, something uh, yeah. it, was, it was good journalistically to be dancing on you the were. screen but dancing with Clarissa is not the worst thing that is world. yeah so that's what you were doing so that so uh, what are you doing this week I'm doing Minnesota versus Tampa Bay I'm here in Minnesota just got done speaking with Coach Mike Zimmer and uh, okay so what, what, why isn't their quarterback not playing this week. Well, he practiced yesterday. They said he had a good practice, and they say it's nothing structural. They're saying it's just the pain threshold. He can't stand on it. He can't throw on it today. So I don't know. They thought that he was going to go Two weeks year. and he can't stand on his knee. That's not a good sign. That's, that's no. really not a good sign. There's got to be more to this than meets the eye because two weeks in, for someone who's had knee problems for a long time, uh, that I, I you, something's wrong if you can't if you're in pain two weeks later. Uh, that's all Look, there is to it. They're telling us nothing structural. Yeah, they're lying. They're lying. They're lying. <laughs> now that it's two weeks, they're, listen. It's if it's two weeks, they're lying. Yeah, if it's two weeks, they're lying. They, they're lying if he's hurting in two weeks. They're, they're just because he should be playing this week. If he's fine, he should be playing this week. One week, I can understand it could be a bruise. Uh, two weeks is something wrong. Yeah, and and it was a bummer. Everyone wanted to see Bradford go up against Winston and. There's the two teams that are on the rise, but yeah, Keenum's going to be the guy. And oh god, you know what you you know what you're getting. So yeah. I, it, you're getting a loss as, is what you're getting. Yeah. Well, as Zimmer told us, he said, "Look, we've got 21 starters playing. The only one not playing is our quarterback. We'll make the most of it. He's not putting uh, lips, uh, lipstick on a pig on this one. He knows it's unfortunate, but they're going to try to just defend their home turf and get another victory. That's all they can do. Give the ball a cook a lot. That's all. Give it, yeah. That's it, and see what happens. They got a ch- listen. They got a chance, but Case Kim's pretty bad. I mean, so uh, too bad because Bradford played great the first night. He threw the ball wonderfully. Uh, so too bad for them that this could be an, a one and two start." We'll see if it is or it isn't. Um, let's see where we where should we start. Uh, I want to start with the uh, the fact no one's going to the games other than the Raider games in L.A. I mean, the Ram crowds were bad. The Niner crowds are bad. And the Charger crowds are just awful. Now, Kansas City's there tomorrow, uh, this Sunday. Are they expecting another really small crowd for the Chargers? Well, yeah, I mean, and those Chiefs fans travel. I know you know that. They're they're like a legion na- a national. Well, then fan maybe they'll get some people there if the Chiefs will travel. Man, maybe that'll I had a help. Yeah. Was, I had a friend who was there. They said, you know, the Dolphins fans. They're not like they don't travel. No, it was all Dolphins fans against the Chargers in in yeah. L.A. last week. And then I did the game Washington versus the Rams. Mike, ten minutes before kickoff, I look up. There's nobody in the upper deck. It's empty. Yeah, it's empty. And then I did the first uh, Niners game. It was 100 degrees. It was crowded. In the beginning, and then everyone just filed out once he's out of out of control. But last night was interesting. I think they got a bad rap last night because I know people who were there. Look, it's five o'clock local when that game starts. I so gather I didn't realize the there's a problem with that stadium. The the sun is, I guess, a killer in that stadium for the fans. Uh, they're, they're they're consulting with a new architectural group. I was told to see how they could hit on one side of the field. 
on the visiting side, it's 100 degrees if the sun is out, and it's beating on you. So You know, that can happen. You know, that happens at baseball games in the summertime. I mean, I take my kids to the games. If we go to a day game where our seats are, they they won't sit there because it's so hot at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So it it can happen in the summer, but you don't expect it during a football season. No, but it was, you know, it's early September when these games are. And last night, there's, there's crazy traffic in that Northern California anyway, but you got a 5 o'clock start to a game. So the photos that were taken pregame, it was an empty stadium, and those are the ones that went online. Everyone threw his... They said they had 60,000 fans. By the end of that game, it was packed in there, and I know people who were there, so I'm not defending... Okay, well, they uh, said, because yesterday they said early in the day there were going to be 30,000 empty seats. Yeah, well, there wasn't. At the end of the game... Well, good for them, because actually it was a good game last night, so it actually was a good game, game, yeah. You know, two young teams. That's the thing with this. Everyone craps all over this Thursday night football, but, you know, it's like pizza. There's never bad football. I'm watching it, so we're all watching it, and last night you saw two young teams, two young coaches, it was kind of exciting. Last night was uh, was actually a very entertaining game. It, it really was. It wasn't. They didn't bore you to death. They actually played a fun game. It went back and forth. It was. It was a really fun game with two very young coaches. I mean, they both look like they're in high school. I mean, so you know, you have that going on for them. And hey, the Rams are clearly improved, and they're enthusiastic about their new coach. So that's that's part of it. Number one, and for the Niners, they're just gonna you know be bad enough. They got a good defense. They're gonna be bad enough to just wait to try to draft one of these quarterbacks where the teams are going to be lining up for that. Uh, so we know, we know that's the case. So, that was the you know, perfect, yeah. perfect outcome for both teams. The Rams, the Rams think they can win the NFC West. I was with them last week. They, they believe they have an edge over Seattle, and they can do it. The Niners, they're looking to be competitive, but they're also not kicking and screaming if they end up with the number one pick this year. No, they would love that. Uh, you know, They're going to have to battle the Jets, the Browns, and... Maybe the Colts, and that's the question that you're going to ask is, you're in week seven, week eight, or weeks, even week six. If the Colts are 0-5, why would Luck even think of coming back to that team this year? Yeah, no, I don't, it's a good question, especially if they start out 1-5 or 2-6 and six or something why like that. Why come out and take more lumps? I mean, I, I, I would think <laughs> there's a chance he takes the year off. Yeah, there's a chance they shut it down, and, and we'll have, we'll know soon enough. I think, you know, we, we, they didn't put him on the PUP list, which means that they were hoping that he would play the first six weeks. But if he doesn't play in those first six weeks, what's the point otherwise? And then by then you think they get a new head coach, and it's a whole rebuilding. So we'll, we'll see what happens with the Colts. I think or maybe trade that pick. I think that's – with the Niners, I think the that. Niners are an attractive possibility for something like that because they could give them – it could be a very – Interesting marriage there because they have the salary cap room. They have the young coach. I, I, he's you know grew, he went to school there. I, I could see that as a possibility, but let's that's too far down the line. Uh, let's talk about what's going on in the league right now. Uh, as far as what, what's going on with the Giants, um, uh, do you hear anything about whether uh, he's not going to tell? He said he's not going to tell anybody, but I would expect he won't call the plays this week. But I haven't heard anything about that. Have you heard anything interesting about the Giants this week? What I've heard is that there's been back and forth on, you know, did Mac, did you call out Eli? Was that proper? Eli, though, I'm told. You know, he did call him out, but Eli won't care. He's not affected by that. No. You think he gets upset by that? No. So, everyone's writing off the Giants. This is the perfect kind of game the Giants come in and win. I mean, I just have seen it. They're going to have to block a lot. Most people have picked. I cannot believe how many people have picked them to get killed this week. Everyone. Is yeah, and I don't think they're going to get. Ki- and I don't think they're going to get killed. But I am very worried that. They have got to do something radical with that offensive line or it's not going to get better. 
Well, Philly's really good up front too. Fletcher yes. Cox is a beast. And no, they're gonna they're gonna Graham. have problems. Yeah, no question. This is a big. They're gonna have problems. Yeah. And Flowers had a weird comment. He said, "You know, I played great except for three yeah, plays." Yeah, sure. You don't want to hear that. Yeah. You don't want to hear that. Yeah, three right. plays almost got the star quarterback killed. You know, don't I don't know that. what he can say that's positive. I just want him to play better. I don't care what he says to the media. Just just play better or or, get, or sit down. One or the other. And uh, I mean, they got issue. They clearly have issues there. And I think he might the way he hinted this week. I'm thinking he might give up the play calling, but I don't think that's that big a deal. But I think he might do it just by the way he hinted that he might do it this week. Yeah, and Sullivan, I mean, Sullivan's a good offensive coordinator, but now the, you know, eight straight games without scoring 20 points, people start questioning, okay, well, who else is to blame? He might be under, you know, some pressure, too. The interesting thing with the Giants is coming into the season, everyone said there were two problems, the running game and their offensive line. And sure enough, here we are two weeks in, it's the running game and their offensive line. It's like they didn't address the two things that everyone knew was going to be an issue all season long. Uh, I think a lot of people, and I think a couple of people on your show, because I happened to see it one time this morning. Uh, I was flipping through the channels. I saw it one morning this week, and uh, one of your guys was really calling the Broncos the best team in the league, which I don't agree with at all. And uh, and I think that they did have a good win against the Cowboys. They could get beat this week. I just don't know if Buffalo is the team that could beat anyone. I, I just, If they were playing in a lot of places, I would pick against them this week. I just don't have any faith in Buffalo playing well. Buffalo, sneaky good defense and good at home. I just, the thing with the Broncos, and I said it to my coach, it was Kyle Brandt. He says, you know, you beat Denver, you beat whoever they beat in week one, they beat San Diego or Los Angeles, and you beat Dallas and Los Angeles. And I said, you got to see them on the road first. Let's see Simeon in a big spot on the road. It's one thing to win up in Denver with a national audience and rain delays and lightning delays and everything and momentum, but. They're going into Buffalo. It's a good test. They're not going to lose. I think Denver's defense travels well. I also just don't think – I just don't trust Buffalo. I really no, don't. I no, I know? don't think so either. But first-year coach, and then here's the deal with Simeon, though, and I talked to a lot of people in Denver. They said, it's not like he was given this job. You know, they have a first-round pick, and he has now beaten them out twice with two different coaching staffs. So he beat them out with the Kubiak coaching staff, and then this year he beat them out with an entirely different offensive coordinator – an entirely different defensive coordinator. Both times, the seventh-round pick outdoes the first-round pick, and he leads the league in touchdown passes right now. You can't take him away uh, from what he's done on the field. That said, though, I don't know if Trevor Simeon's beating Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger in a big game anytime soon. Is there uh, – what? how about Seattle? What's going on with them and their offense right now? Offensive line. I mean, it's offensive line woes. The same kind of deal with the Giants. Everyone said at the draft, you have to take an offensive lineman. They drafted two offensive linemen with eight picks. They didn't sign anybody. They lost their left tackle in the offseason. There's some serious concern. And, Mike, we've seen it with New York where the defense plays so well. He's got a bunch of verbal, outspoken guys, and suddenly there's tension in the locker room. That could happen pretty quickly with Seattle. I know those personalities. You add Sheldon Richardson. You add some of those other guys. Look, Pete's going to get those guys all riled up, but those guys are veterans now also. They're in their 30s. They, you know, that college atmosphere, I'm not going to say it wears thin, but for as much as this team has gone through, for the offense to still be lacking and for Marshawn Lynch to be dominating down in Oakland, this stuff kind of wears on teams. So I'd be curious to see the dynamic between the offense and the defense this year in Seattle if it continues to go this way. Clearly big week for the Giants. We all know that. Big week for the Cowboys coming off that game. If they have another stinker this week, that could really hurt that team because that team rode a wave all year last year, and the quarterback is not a proven commodity. That team could have a rough time if they hit the skids again this week. And I don't know I'm not saying they will, but if they do, that would be a really bad sign for them because they did not have any regular season adversity last year at all. No, and they caught fire, and they went 13-3. and three. And I thought in the playoff game, Dak actually went 
pretty well with Aaron Rodgers, went blow for blow, and it didn't have to go that way. I Look, this is the thing. Already you're starting to hear whispers, hey, well, is Dak Prescott a game manager or is he a, is he a top quarterback? Then you hear stuff, Ezekiel Elliott, I know it seems small, and maybe it's, we're making a bigger deal of it in the media, but not giving full effort on that play on the All-22, on the interception with Tlaib, it rubbed people the wrong way. So these are the things they didn't deal with at all last year. And already in week two, they're starting to things start bubbling up a little bit. Des Bryant struggled last week against Akeem Tlaib. All of these things that were not issues last year, it was all kumbaya, and it was great, and it was this wonderful story of this great draft class. Well, they got their butts whipped last week, and national game, Monday night football, everybody watches. That's what happened with the Giants on Monday night. It was a huge spotlight, and now everyone's super concerned. I think this could be trouble for them. You know, that Arizona team, they are veterans. You've got Carson Palmer and Patrick Peterson and Larry Fitzgerald. They'll show up and play. Yeah, on the only problem football. is Carson Palmer stinks. I hate to say it, but he just—he's <laughs> just terrible. He's just terrible. I mean, all he does is throw interceptions. I, I like him. I like him personally. He's a good guy. I mean, he's, he's a good guy. Uh, but he's—he's he's just can't play anymore. He just throws you know, interceptions all ago, the time. All he does is throw interceptions. They were in the NFC Championship game just two years ago. It's the same guy. It's just. Sometimes oh, he, he just, no, he's been terrible now. He's just terrible. I, 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 I don't trust him anymore. I really, I, I've, I've completely lost confidence in him. Well, I, I'll I, tell you this. I really have. Mahomes, and I'll tell you who else I lost confidence. I never had confidence in this guy. I'm, I've never been a Cam Newton fan, and I'll tell you, he looks terrible. And, and that offense looks awful. And I haven't seen anything explosive or interesting out of anything they've done this year. Not out of McCaffrey. Now they don't have Olsen. They've won two games because they played two lousy teams. They easily could have lost. I mean, they had first and goal on the one last week, yeah. and they couldn't put the ball in the end zone. I mean, they have, they're lucky they're 2-0. and and, if, and again, they're lucky this week because I don't know if the Saints couldn't beat anybody. So I don't know. The, the Saints could make any offense look good. So... Really, I think uh, Carolina's 2-0, but they are very fortunate, and I don't like anything I've seen from them offensively. Well, they also have what I think is the best defense in football, and that'll win you games. I mean, they lost nine to, they won 9-3 to three last week, and then I think 20-3. to three. But the they played week, two terrible teams. Of course, they played the Niners and the Bills. I get it, but that's, you, can only, you can only drive the car you're given. I understand, but, they, let, but let's see them play a real offense. I mean, now, now let's see how they do against the Saints this week, although the Saints... Uh, you can't give up eight yards of play. I mean, you can't. Yeah. You, you, they're giving up like eight yards of play. You can't do that. Yeah, and, and it's the same stuff. They traded their first round pick from a year ago earlier this week. I mean, the Saints, it's a, it's a broken record, and it's not. You know, at some point, it's it's got to be not the players and not. The, well, Sean's going to wind up somewhere else though after this year. Say it's you know every year it's the same. Story I think it's about time that he goes somewhere else. I think you know it's a change to see. And Breeze is coming to the end, but Sean will go somewhere else. I think maybe after this year. I yeah, guess, I do yeah. think I do think the Panthers have a better effort, and I and I I'll give you it. Their offense does not look great, but you can see it if you watch these games with them. You see that they're using McCaffrey a million different ways. He was right, but I haven't seen anything out of McCaffrey that looked great. I mean, I've like, seen I've seen impressive play out of the kid in Kansas City. I've seen impressive play out of out of Cook. I mean, I haven't seen anything great out of McCaffrey yet. No, and, and I almost fear that Mike Shula, the offensive coordinator, is trying a little too hard to get him the ball, and they're sacrificing other things. Either way. They're all. I know that offense. They've got all sorts of packages for them. I think you might see them coming out as the weeks go on, and they're two and zero. So Cam's shoulder is getting better. It's all this stuff. I mean, as bad as they've looked offensively, they've got two more wins than than just about every uh, 
every team that is 0-2 in this league. Uh, you had a good that. upset last week. You, you didn't come in and do a Bill Simmons last week. You did well. Uh, no, but uh, I, I was going to do a congratulatory lap and pat myself on the no, back. No, 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 no. you got to uh, get right back into it. We don't care what you did last week. Last week is over. It's what have you Simmons done lately. Well, it can happen. It can happen. The worst thing is that I went 3-0. Oh, that's the problem. So that course, makes it worse. Mike, yes. you're the king. That's why. Well, I mean, but now you get a chance because you had a good week last week. Give me another upset. I don't care about last week's upset. Give me this week's upset. Who is it? Okay. I'm going to give you this week's. Do you Sunday like the night. Bills? Didn't you already pick the Bills to win on TV? No. Didn't I, I see you in the morning pick the Bills against Denver? No, didn't you I, say, would never, I would never pick the Bills against I thought Denver. You, I thought you counted your, your partner on the morning there and said that you thought the Bills I would beat them. I said they might get a game. I didn't say they're going to win. Okay, but I, okay. So you don't want that one. I, Which one do you want? I like Washington Sunday night. All right. Home underdogs against the Raiders. You know, you have a soft spot for either somebody on that team or Cousins. Which is it? Neither. I don't yeah, even you care do. for that There's something about Washington you like. What is it? There's something what, there. what do you think? What do you, what do I you just mean? noticed it. You got, like a, you got like you like Cousins, don't you? Yeah, me and Daniel Snyder are vacationing. Not Snyder. I don't know if it's Snyder. You know, it's funny. when <laughs> The times I've, I've been around Snyder, he was charming. But it's like every, no, nobody can stand the guy. But, I mean, every t- the couple of times I've interviewed him, he's been delightful. He's been delightful to me, too. Now, he does walk around with an entourage of 32. Oh, he does, and he cuts lines everywhere and everything else, (laughs) I mean, but which we know. So, like I said, that's his reputation. Uh, Oh, so Washington, which is a real upset. Washington against the Raiders, picking Washington on Sunday night. Okay. I just want to see see, uh, this Raiders team. I think we're crowning them as Super Bowl champs already. Let's see how they travel and play on the East Coast. Raiders, Kansas City, Denver. I've asked everybody who's been on this week this question. Right now, of the three, who's the best team? Kansas City. Uh, everybody said the same thing, so you're right. You can't, okay. go into, you, you can't go into New England and win 40. I mean, that was unbelievable. Plus, they have Andy, who's up. a good coach, too, so that helps. Great coach. That helps. Now, yes, are they going to yes. win in a big game in January? They, sure, Andy right needs now, to win. Listen, I've always – I hope that Andy Andy's an old friend. I hope he wins a Super Bowl. I really do, because then everyone will treat him like the great coach he really is, but he needs to win a Super Bowl. I understand that. And maybe this year it'll happen. Who knows? Maybe get lucky. All right, so can, uh, Washington is – and you have uh, – which game are you doing? Oh, Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. That's not a bad game. Oh, it would. It would have you been know, Tampa is good, and I like Winston. He, he makes a couple too many mistakes. He locks into Evans a little too much. But you know what? He's a gamer. What I like about him is he's the leader of that team, lock, stock, and barrel. And that's the first thing a quarterback has to accomplish is to become the undisputed leader of his team, and he is without question the leader of that team in every he's way. Like the, he's like yes. the Pied Piper, too. They it all works. Follow him. It works. And, and, and it was like the first year he was there, Logan Mankins was on the team, and Logan Mankins spent 10 years with Brady, and I asked Logan Mankins, what do you think of the kid? He's like, you know, he's our leader. And you hear that from a guy who's been playing for 10 years, and now Jameis actually is in his third season. He's the guy. They do have an issue, though. They've got a flu bug going around. I don't know if it's been reported, but their starting defensive tackle, Chris Baker's got it. Jack Cruz Smith is their pass right. Like, They've got the flu bug going around in Tampa. They're coming up to Minnesota. I want to monitor that one. So that could all be right, that's, that could be something. All right, that's it. All right, we'll hear about that on Sunday. All right, thanks very much.